0: Welcome to the Circuit of Success. I am your host, Brett Gilliland, and I've got the privilege to interview Josh Yarrow. Josh, how you doing, man?
1: I'm good. How you doing?
0: I'm great. You are. Uh, we've interviewed Cardinal players. We've interviewed, uh, you know, blues people. We've interviewed all sorts of athletes and business leaders, but you're the first professional St. Louis City soccer player that I've got to interview. So it's a big deal. It's awesome. And you guys are having a great year. Wow.
1: Yeah, thank you. Well, first and foremost, uh, thanks for having me on the show. And,
0: um, yeah, it's been
1: a good year. It's been a good year. I think, uh, you know, start the season off really well and maintain that. Um really excited to see how the end of the season you know, goes for us and, you know, make the playoffs and make a run for, you know, for a title.
0: That's right. That'd be awesome, man. So uh, maybe for our listeners that don't know who you are, if you could give us a little background. What's made you the man you are today? I know you grew up in Ghana. Came here to yeah. college, and then went to Georgetown, and, and had a great college career, and and uh, but if you could give us a little background of who you are today,
1: yeah, um, I grew up in Ghana. I actually went to—I don't think a lot of people know this—but I actually went to high school in the states. Um, so oh, okay. I grew up in Ghana, came um, to the states uh, when I was 15. So came to high school as a private boarding school in, in Santa Barbara, California. So uh came as a sophomore did that for three years ended up at georgetown um played at georgetown for three seasons so i was i was i was there for two and a half years and then in 2016 i got drafted um to Philadelphia union so and i've been playing since then so that's like the, the shortage of, you know, who i am and my and, yeah. and my time, my time passed, you know, years.
0: yeah so what was it like growing up in ghana and and when did you uh, get introduced to the game of soccer and know that that's what you were going to do for a living hopefully
1: yeah i mean it was it was awesome it was great um obviously growing up around family uh in a place that i'm really familiar with um life was good life was great and i mean everyone that grows up in ghana every kid plays the same sport which is all um, for me it was really strange when i came to the us you know in high school when kids were playing three different sports a year and that's something that i wasn't used to because that's when cool. you grew up in ghana you play only one sport year round and that sucks that's what hmm. there is I started playing uh, when I was about four years. Um, and then later on, I joined, I mean, you know, an organized team. And then um, right around when I was 11, I joined an academy team um, called the Right to Dream Academy. And that's that's where um, I've joined the academy because to be able to get into the academy is really difficult. I mean, you have to try out thousands of kids and at the end, only 16 of us were So at that point, I knew, you know, that I, hard what it took to become a professional and I, you know, I just worked my way out. Uh, yeah. But then again, it, it, it's, it's difficult, you know, because every kid in Ghana face has this dreams of so dream becoming a professional athlete. athlete. And so the competition is high, but I think I was fortunate that I found myself, in, in, you know, with my academy and the teammates around me and the development that I had growing up, you know, contributed contribute contribute um, hugely to why I am today.
0: Yeah, what, what, we were just talking about this today at lunch. Uh, some guys we went to a group of us went to lunch, and we were talking about what, at what point does somebody say, yeah, "I'm a defensive player," "I'm an offensive player," right? What do you remember that time frame where they said, "Okay, you're going to be a center back, and uh, you're going to play defense. You're not going to go score goals and do all those things"?
1: Yeah, I do because. The first position I picked is what I play now, and I've played it my whole life. So, <laughs> um, a lot of kids usually—I mean, when you're growing up—a lot of kids usually just play wherever and kind of figure it out as they go. I, I picked one to start with it. So, I've, I've, I've played the same position my whole life, which which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I've enjoyed it, um, and I think I know a lot of friends that, you know, used to be center mates and now center backs, or used to be strikers and are now playing as center mates or defenders, and it's they're all over the place, but. You know, from day one, I just put this is the position I want, and then I stuck with it, and I stuck with yeah. my whole life, whole life. Yeah.
0: So have you did and would you recommend that for players now, or do you think it's good to bounce around? Because in, I, I before think, I
1: – I think – yeah, I, I think it's good to bounce around. Because, okay. again, it's, you get experience in different positions, and um, you guys learn different positions. It's, every position is unique and has a different skill set. Um so yeah just trying different things because it also helps you know figure out okay which one am i really good at and what are my strengths and, yeah. and what is the best position and so yeah definitely i definitely would encourage kids that are going up to try different positions i did i actually did try you know a few other positions when i was growing up uh, played it a few, few times and i i think
0: it's you know, well, that center back's a big job, man, because, you know, you're the last line. You're the last line of defense here before you leave the goalie on his own, don't you?
1: Yeah. No, I mean, again, a lot of people look at it like you don't run as much as maybe, you know, your midfielders or the guys in front of you, but it's it's tough because I the example I always give is that if you are a striker and you lose the ball, you have your midfielders, you have your – defenders and you have your keeper to make a play mm-hmm. you know so that that doesn't result in a goal if you're a midfielder you have your defender and you have your goal to make a play if you are a center back and you make a mistake well your only hope is the goalie you know <laughs> yeah like the, the further back you go um it becomes a lot more risky same thing for goalies like goalie makes a mistake nobody you know nobody takes covered um it's a tough position in that sense um mentally just you know you make a mistake you have to move on um and it's it's a really tough position but at the same time i think i always make a joke that uh, some of the smartest players in soccer players Center of Like that, <laughs> that, is that a fact i don't think i don't i don't know i don't think so but that's really what i believe because it is a tough position just mentally yeah. um yeah
0: yeah. So um, you, you were saying about telling kids, and what advice would you have for those kids? You know, I think about I've got four boys and they all play soccer, and soccer season is going on right now. And so, what advice would you have for kids now to one, get, you know, continue to get better, but also yeah. to challenge themselves and some daily habits they need to be focusing on?
1: Yeah. I think a lot of it is just um, developing at your own pace um, because it's just like it's in like, life, you know, you look at people that you start with, you might be on the same team, you might be the same age group. And everyone's development is different. You know, some right. people it's an upward development and it just keep going up. Others it's, you know, it's taking two steps and then maybe one step back. And, and that's okay. Um, just don't look at other people's development and get discouraged by that. As long as you show up every day, you listen to your coaches, you take criticism, well, and you put in the work. Um, because I think sometimes people think it's easy, you know, just walk, walk on the field and things are gonna happen. It, it takes a lot of yeah. hard work, a lot of dedication. Um, and as long as you you know you have the work ethic, because everything else, you know, will come. If, if you are dedicated enough, if you have the work ethic, yeah, you might not be good at something, but if you work at it diligently, you, you're you going to become better at it. Um, and just being honest with yourself as well, um, you know, because you have to at some point realize what your skill sets are, what we're really good at, not saying you limit yourself but working well with your strengths and things that are weakness or it's seen as a weakness work on that to help it become a strength. It might not be a strength, but at least, you know, you, you work on it to make it better for yourself. Uh, and the important thing, especially for kids, is just enjoy it. Uh, because yeah. I don't they really want enjoyment. Even at this level, I know it's, 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 it's my job you know, to go out there and perform and win games and do all that. But if you're not enjoying it, I mean, it's miserable. It's, yes. it's, it's and it becomes really oh, okay I, I have to go to training oh yes I'm not again, but if you can wake up every day and enjoy it, um, have a smile on the face while you do it, um, it makes makes a huge difference. So for kids I always tell kids just enjoy it, enjoy it. Enjoy, it. enjoy the process, enjoy the learning process, enjoy the hard work and worries the hard times, and you know just figure things out, figure things out as they come.
0: Well, I love you said enjoy the hard work, enjoy the process, right? And enjoy even sometimes, we, nobody wants to mess up, but I think we put so much pressure on ourselves, don't we, that, hey, I mess up and I think it's going to be perfect or I got to go do this many goals or this many saves, whatever it may be. Just yeah. and try to enjoy that process, like you're saying. It's huge.
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the only way you really learn is is, is making mistakes, you know? It's, it's, yeah. And it's just like in life, you know? Yeah. The older you get you learn things that you know maybe when you were 20 you didn't know but already right. you know those things because it's just, it comes with experience and the only way you get experience is by making mistakes i think we often see mistakes as these horrible things and they are bad i mean i don't want to make a mistake in the game because then that leads to getting losing or something like that but at the end of the day yeah mistakes are going to happen um it's just how you, you react to it and how um you know, the direction after that, after that are you going to learn from your mistakes or is it going to cripple you? And if you're able yep. to learn from your mistakes and move on, uh, now you now you you, know, you have something that you didn't have before the first experience. Yep. That's huge. Yep.
0: So what do you do outside of practice, you know, now, but also even as a kid and whether you're high school yeah. or college, I mean, obviously the coaches say, hey, be here from this time to this time, but there's there's more than just that, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's more, I mean, even now, if you look at it, it's the time that I spend at work it's or practicing, it's, it's you know it's just a fraction of my time. Yeah. Day. Um. Yeah, and I think as athletes, we're much more than you know what you see out there just on the field. It's, it's, it's everyone. It's unique um, in their own ways, and I I tend to you know when and it's changed various parts of my life. Obviously, in high school, in college, it was different. And When I started playing, because I was doing college, so I go to varsity schools later in the day. Now I'm done with college, so most of the time I'll come home, relax for a bit, watch TV, sometimes read, um, sometimes do some work for my foundation, uh, which I work with back in Ghana. Um, and, but most of the time it's just relaxing and um, taking care of my body. You um, quickly realize that your body, is, you need your body to work.
0: Um, yeah, so what do you what do you do from a uh, from a recovery standpoint? How do you, how do you spend those times? Um, so recovery.
1: I mean, we have the one thing that I'm fortunate and everyone on the team is really fortunate to have is the amount of you know help that we have you know outside of it. We have trainers, we have you know chiropractors, we have doctors, we have every you know every possible thing you can possibly think yeah. of you know for recovery. So um You know, we have the ice baths. We have, you know, cryotherapy. We have massage therapists. We have chiropractors. It's a lot of things that you can use, wow. you know, to to make sure that your body is taken care of. So um it's been great that way. I do most of my stuff usually, you know, at the training facilities because um, I, I have that at my disposal.
0: Right.
1: um Yeah. But again, it's crazy how much sports science plays into. <laughs> Into what you we do now because uh, you, look, you look you look back even like 10 15 20 years ago years athletes ago, didn't have what we have now in terms of right. science and now everything is down to a science which is good because that means you can play for much longer than you used to uh, your body's your, your body's stronger and uh recovers a lot quicker because they added to, to help you as an athlete.
0: I think Tom Brady helped with that, right? Whether people like him or don't like him. I mean it's you know, you you see the, the massage, the stretching, the, the, the whatever he calls it, his movement type stuff versus just, you know, going in and throwing weights around a weight room. That's important, but there's also all the other stuff that goes along with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean again, like he's he's a example. You know, you look at someone like even Cristiano Ronaldo, and that's and he's thirty eight now and still performing, you know, and, and I think a large part of it it's just you know, you know it has so to do with sports, sports science. science, you know, your, your body and the way you recover, the way you sleep, like everything is monitored now and you can actually um, have a lot of information about your body and how your body's working and responding and, and all that stuff. And, and that's, that's amazing, you know, to me. Yeah. And, and we are fortunate here, at, you know, at the city that we have a lot of um, knowledgeable people that help us with that. So, well. Yeah. Really fortunate.
0: Big investment. Uh cold plunge never gets easier. Uh does it? It's terrible.
1: It's 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 again I see all these videos of people that can go into cold plunges for and I'm talking like extremely cold plunges plunges right. for a long time and I'm going, oh God, that's not it. I'm in there for <laughs> <laughs> I'm in there for like eight to twelve minutes. That I'm I'm out. That's
0: so you still go eight to twelve minutes in a cold plunge at what temperature? I mean usually
1: it's not that bad i have to look at what they said yeah, i was i mean anywhere like 50 maybe
0: yeah 50. it's cold and it's cool i do them here and there and it's just brutal it never gets easier but man you would feel like a million bucks when you get out of that thing don't you
1: it does help. it does help. i mean your body like, like the second you get out you can feel the difference between when you got out like it's amazing how yeah. you know And and, it, and for us like sometimes when you especially after games when you play games you don't really Realize that you have bruises or anything like that. And then oh, yeah. it, 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 two days after you go and go, oh my God, it's so here. It's so, it. When you go into an ice bath, for instance, like all those bruises that you didn't realize you had, are taken care of. When you have a bruise you ice it. And so yeah. it does help a lot, in, you know, in a lot of boys. I think the science behind it helps you sleep better and recovery yep. it It's pretty good.
0: How about saunas? You believe in saunas? Not a big, not a
1: big thing. We we have that at of the facility, but I'm like, I've never really been into
0: songs. <laughs> like it's too damn hot. I mean, I would
1: do like the the cold tub and um, the cryo chamber, which pretty much gives you the same benefits as going into an ice Yeah. Um, but
0: yeah, I'm
1: not big on songs. Yeah. All right. I, should, I,
0: should. I like them. I like it. I like going in them, but they're. Uh, I like that over the cold, but I know the cold. I can do it in like you know four or five, six minutes. But, yeah. um, so let's turn the page a little bit. Obviously, big news in MLS this year with Messi joining. I'm sure you're tired of talking about that or somebody asking about it. But when you hear that news, man, what's that like as an MLS player that hears one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player in the history of soccer, is coming to play with y'all?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, like people talk about it a lot and rightfully so because it's. it's it's a, big, it's a big moment in the history of the league and I mean it just goes to show show you how the steps that the league has taken and how far the league has come. You know, when the league started again I don't think anyone ever thought we get to you know get to this point and it's it's come so far that um, and kudos to everyone that was, you know, involved in making that happen. Um, because as you know, he had other options that like he could have taken easily. Um, to make mls appealing to someone like him it's it's, it's, it's an unbelievable machine, machine. so yeah. it's great to have someone there in the league because he gives the league he gives the league exposure and you've seen you know even in, with his team um his former teammates joining him and everyone is turning their attention to mls now because yeah you know, have someone like him in the league so yeah i think it's great for the league um it's great for players um uh, because again i grew up watching him him before i became a pro and getting the chance to use, to share a field with someone like someone It's, it's amazing. It well, the same thing when I joined the league, you know, guys like Steven Gerrard, Carlo, and, um, guys that I grew up watching I admiring, and admiring, you know, all of a sudden playing on the same field. I know that yeah. it's, it's, it's an unbelievable, uh, moment. So yeah, I mean, it's exciting. Um, I don't think city will get to play in Miami or the chances of us playing each other again, it's really slim because we already played them, but yeah, Again, for the rest of the league, I think it's it's, it's great. It's great.
0: Yep. Yeah, wouldn't be a bad deal though, wouldn't it? Be uh, doing a little slide tackle, maybe stealing the ball from Messi and going down, making oh, I hope something happen. That'd
1: be nice. That'd well, be nice. I hope it be nice. <laughs> Again, it's, it's just you know, it's just a surreal moment for the league and for everyone. Yeah, very
0: cool. So, who is the person that you grew up watching? Like, who is the guy that you said, man, I I want to kind of you know play like that guy? Obviously, be your own yeah. guy, but but right. that's the person you idolized growing up.
1: Um, his name is Rio Ferdinand, and he captained Manchester United, he captained New England and I grew up, actually, him. Yeah. My, I remember going. and like, this guy is, it's really good. And I was actually fortunate that I got to meet him in 2009 uh, when I was in Manchester and it was, it was one of those things that yeah, it, it wow. was a really cool moment, just yeah. someone I grew up watching, admiring and all of a sudden it's like face to face and it is, um, what a moment. But yeah, he's a guy that, uh, I looked up to a lot, really good player. Um the way that he plays and really clean and I try to pick uh, pick on some of you know the things that he does well and kind of yeah. implement, the, implement those things into my game but yeah. um, I haven't really found anyone that I like as much since he retired but he he will always be the guy I yeah i um
0: I was listening to you on another uh, I don't know if it was a podcast or where I heard you, but you talked about your passion for you know wanting to be more than a soccer player you want to be involved in this community and and so talk to us about why that's so important to you because i think it's amazing because you could just go cash a check play some soccer have some fun and not necessarily have to give back but here you are doing things like this and you want to be involved in the st louis community talk to us about that yeah
1: well, i've tried i mean since i got here last year i've tried to um, you know be in a community i've done it a few times in, in, in a few different ways because um, i think as athletes we're really fortunate that we get to live the life that we have, um, yeah. and you think of really you know like We have a lot of support in this city, and um, for me, it's a lot of dedication from the friends and for everything that they do for us. Um, so, again, I want to be part of the community, not just oh, I'm here for service. Like, but yeah, that's 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 why I came here. But I want to be part of the community. I want I want to learn about this city. I want to know what's going on. I want to be involved. Um, just a way to A, say thank you to the city and
0: yeah.
1: to the fans that give us so much every day. Uh, and I really do appreciate everything that they do for us. So for me, that's just my way of saying, you know, thank you for allowing us to be here. Thank you for the support yes. and, and all the amazing things that this city and, the, uh, and these fans you know, do for
0: us. Well, I know I I can speak for a lot of the leaders in St. Louis and just anybody in St. Louis, but that you know it's great to hear that man when a guy is in our community and new to our community and and wants to give back. So my philosophy in life is if you take a living from your community, you got to give back to the community. And so it was great to hear that uh, you were in line with that, and uh, that's why it's one of the reasons I was excited to chat with you. Um, So let's talk about a little bit about mindset perseverance. Uh, You know, I looked at you know the games and studying you. You know, didn't probably start out playing as much as you wanted to, right? But you you had a great attitude. You kept putting in the work, and now it seems like what the last five of last seven games, something like that. You've started, you're yeah. playing. You know, it's like, what was your attitude like? What was the culture like when you mean nothing more as an athlete? You want to do than be out there. But how did you stay committed to what you were doing and now playing as much as you're playing?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, like I said, experience. And, and I've been playing for a few years now. Um, and you go through those moments, you know, you kind of realize you yeah. uh, have 28, 30 guys in the not everyone that's going to play. You know, only 11 guys can get there at the time. And, um, and in life, you're going to get opportunities. It's, it's a matter of, are you prepared? Are you ready when they come? And for me, hmm. um, I think most of the time when, when players are in a position where they're not playing, the mindset is... Well, why should I train harder because I know I'm not going to play? But that's 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 a lie because at some point it's a long season and it's it's right. it's, it's not going to get cold. you know. And and I think you're not doing yourself any favors if you're not working hard in training, if you're not putting the work, and if you're not having a good attitude because at the end of the day you have to be a good teammate regardless of your situation. And for me, that was the, that was the big piece, you know. Yeah. And everyone on the team plays a part because even if i'm training well well that's pushing the status and that's making them better every day in training so
0: yep.
1: i'm contributing in that way even if i'm not playing um and that's maybe that's my role um and that's so when i wasn't playing that was that was kind of my mindset i'm gonna work hard i'm gonna push the guys in front of me and when i get the opportunity i'm gonna take it and take it well and that's what i did maybe um, yeah. so it's tough to do that in the moment because um, it hasn't been easy. You know, there's times when I'm, uh, I have my moments, but um, most of the time, though, I can of switch my mindset to be in a place where I could um, support my teammates regardless and, and work hard and make sure that I was really I was prepared for when it game.
0: Yeah, and, and so talk more about that. I mean, I I call it your roommate. Like everybody's got a roommate, and that roommate's the the guy up here talking to us in our head, right? And how, what did you do to silence that roommate and, and make him be more positive when you could have gone the other route and been negative with it?
1: Yeah, again, a lot of it. I think it's it wasn't easy in in any way, but a lot of it um, became a little bit easier. I should say, uh, yeah. because of the experiences I've had playing. Um, I've been in situations like that before and I've seen it turn around. Um, and because nothing is really pending. Like the way that teams start in the beginning of the season is not how they're going to end. You know, there's always a lot of changes in the lineup, there's always, you know, games, there are injuries, there are you know, people yeah. underperforming. It's, it's a lot of losers. And so for me, it was, it was a matter of, yeah, you know, you might have doubt that you might never play, but there is a chance that you, you might. And, and for me that that change regardless of how small it was it's what kept me going and, and also knowing that yeah I've seen this situation before and I've been in it before and I turned it around I've done it before and I can do it again and so again when I say experience it's great that's that's one of the instances why I think my experience I' playing professional for a few years now I'm kickeding it um, and so yeah, you have your moments where you know, like you said, the guy upstairs telling you ah, this is not worth it. Like, why are you running extra? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You're not going to play. But you have to keep pushing yourself because I know for a fact that everyone gets their chance. Everyone gets their moment. And guys that get really disappointed are those that when they get finally get their chance, are not able to take it and take it well uh, yeah. because they weren't prepared.
0: Love it! I love that mindset, man. That's so many, so much to learn. You can just do a podcast just on that question right there. Um, so daily habits. So something I would see if I followed you around for the next week. What am I seeing? No miss items for you day in and day out. Well,
1: then yeah. I mean, change my life is really simple. I wake up, I get ready, I go to work, I come back. Eat, how long are you working?
0: Like when you say work, how long are you doing that?
1: I mean, so I have to report. All- um to the facility around 9 30 every morning but i usually get there around 8 45 to 9 a.m mm. and then i'm usually there till about 2 p.m
0: okay uh
1: and so yeah just just that and then i mean a big part of it it's because you realize that your body is what you work with and so in any way to kind of take care of that or you know make sure that it's in the best possible Condition, you know, it's it's it's, it's you do that to optimize your chances of being able to perform the next day. Uh, and I try. I mean, I have I don't drink alcohol. I don't drink coffee. I'll You know, things like yeah.
0: that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Just anything to give me kind of like the 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 edge, you know, because your body has to recover and it has to be able to be able to perform at a higher level the next day. Uh, yeah. So my days are pretty not. Not much goes on, you know. I maybe in the evenings I will go on a walk with, um, with my girlfriend, and you know, just an you know, evening stroll and yeah, to close for the day. But most of the time, just you know, working. just chilling.
0: Yeah, taking care of your body, man, because that's that's the uh it's the asset. That's the asset. So, um, when you see or hear the words um, achieving a future greater than your past, yeah. what would come to mind for you?
1: I mean that's tough because again, as athlete, I think as an athlete, I think you're always kind of in that mindset mm-hmm. because you have to always consistently push yourself to perform, um, and you have to always perform better than you did the previous day because it's a competitive sport, and your best yesterday, you know, might not be good enough for the next day because everyone else is pushing themselves in, you know, in different ways, and so uh for me just uh, just you know like i said continue getting game minutes and, and i've just been better than i was the previous day you know in, in a lot of ways and and that's that's measured in different ways because you know like everything like i said with sports science everything that we do is monitored. so like how hard i'm working how hard i'm running all that from the previous day i have so if I want to be better, okay, well, maybe I got to beat those numbers the next day. Uh, yeah. Maybe the game, the game that I had last week or this week, what can I do better um, to even make it a better game than than last week's? And then just keep building on that. Uh, so yeah, it's in a constant competition with, with myself, at least that's how I see it. Because uh, once you start competing against someone else, you kind of lose sight of who you are, because uh, you have to realize that everyone is unique and everyone is Built differently because even if you look at again, for example, all the center that we have on our roster, everyone's different, everyone's yeah. style is different, and everyone has unique styles. And, uh, and so, once you start comparing yourself to someone else, you, you've lost the plot. Like it's when people say you are your own competition, that's that's true. Um, I found that to be true a lot because if you can compete against yourself and if you can be better uh, than you were the previous day, then I think you're doing a lot. And, yeah, and at the end of the day, if your best is not good enough, but you're still achieving at your best, I think you're doing it right. right? Yeah. You're doing yeah. it
0: right. right. So, so. That's solid. So when you when you play a game, do, are you wearing those vests, and they'll tell you game or practice, and it, you know exactly how yeah. fast you got from point A to point B and how much running you did? And so, so talk to us about that. After a game or practice, what do you personally do or what, what does kind of the team do to look at that those analytics?
1: Yeah, so I mean, we have people that are in charge of that, and every session there's a number that you have to hit. So I think everyone on our team pretty much hits that every day. Um, again, that's just the way that our team is built. It's a really hard working team, so no issues with that. But you can have your data. Like after every game, they send us all the day you know, how fast you're running, how far you run, like how high you views are the I'm telling you, every possible. <laughs> information that you could get it's 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 provided to you so you can look at it you can compare that to the you know the previous week's um game and and every game is different as well because some games maybe you might be chasing the game and so it's a lot more running for you or some game you're in, in control so you're not running as much because out the ball and yeah so it's you, you have to analyze the data uh, based on based on game basis you know and,
0: yeah.
1: and even in practice each day is different because, the closer you get to um, game day. You know, not the load that you do in training is a little bit um, lower because you're getting ready for a game. While in the beginning of the week, it's harder because you know it's it's a little bit further from the game. So um, you take everything in, in in context to what's going on, but you have all this information, and like every information that you need, it's it's on there. And if you don't understand it, there's someone to explain it to you and to, to help you, you know, figure it out. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's, that's been useful as well. Um, just kind of looking at the numbers um, and then you see where, where, where you should be and what you're doing, and if that's good enough or not, and then you're just a person. And
0: that's what I love about sports, man, is if you could apply that to the business world, the more analytics we have, the more data we have, the better you can be for clients, your community, whatever it is, right? And it's like, that's what I love about it is your guys' discipline to that stuff is to actually take the data, get better. If we could do that at work, take the data, practice it, get better. Get a game plan, have some clarity around it. You're going to get to the next level. So last question for you here, Josh. What's it been like, man, playing in St. Louis? The inaugural season, the fans, the the atmosphere, just the noise. What's it been like in St. Louis for you,
1: man? It's been really nice um, because I remember last year when I got here and started with City Two. Uh, the first game last year, uh, we played us, and I remember just the the place selling out. I was like, man, this is amazing. What is this? anything yeah even go back to preseason last year with city two when we had our 1st preseason game and then fans showed up to the game i'm i mean with drums and i was like hey, we we're going all night and i'm going man this is a preseason game and people are into it I'm like yeah just wait till the season starts and i thought i was doing the season and so bringing that to this year uh more in the biggest stadium, my god it's been I mean, when you talk to you know opponents when they play him like yeah, it's a really tough place us. I think part of it is also what the atmosphere of the fans have created. It's unbelievable. unbelievable. It's, 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 it's been, it's been great. And, uh, and when you have a fan base, that's really dedicated, like we do, and a fan base that care, uh, it that help you do your job. And I think that motivates us a lot Every every day. We go out there to, to perform, you know, as a yeah. way to say, it. again, thank you thank and to reward the fans for, you know, you know, for, 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 um, for them for coming to the for coming to the game and for us uh, for the hard work you so yeah. it's been amazing so far and again I can't thank the fans enough for what environment that they've created for us for us.
0: Well it's been awesome man. carolyn Kendall, I know and in the Taylor family and all the ownership group they've done a phenomenal job with the stadium, just the, the energy down there. It's just it's been phenomenal, man. It's been a little cool yeah. to drive around town. Yeah, they've built
1: something really special and I think that's uh Because most ownership groups are really hands off, -off. and I think when we see them, by the they're there and they they wanted to do do this, you know, for the community community as well. So that's that's really really amazing, and you can see in the way that they they relate to the city and they relate to the team and everything that they do, do and I mean the facilities and everything. I mean the they build around the club.
0: First class. Well, Josh, it's been awesome having you, man. Finish strong this season. Keep playing well. I know my boys will continue rooting for you and the team and, and my wife and I and on behalf of the city, man. Thanks for what you guys are doing. It's been awesome, and thanks for being on the circuit of success.
1: Absolutely. Thank you for having me, man. I hope to catch up with you again soon. Absolutely. All right. Take care.